Welcome back to the Vendetta Cast, episode number 21. Uh, this week I have a very special guest, the big homie MC Dre, checking in from Denver. And uh, I'm real happy to have him on. So, Dre, what's good? What's good? What's good? What's good, brother? How you doing, man? Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Let's keep this conversation rolling. Yeah, we've been talking for like 40 minutes already. So. <laughs> already? Yeah, yeah. We could just roll, roll in where we left off. I don't even remember. Look, we already had a show going before the show. Yeah, we definitely did, dude. We had some good content, actually, on the last uh, 40 minutes of conversation. But yeah. we'll get back into it. We'll get back into a workout way back there. You know, we kind of start the show. Yeah, yeah. So, um, right now you're between LA and Denver? Yeah, but I'm on my way to Austin, Texas, you know? And that's where you're going to set up shop? Setting up shop out in Austin, Texas. Nice. Even though I'll be back and forth to LA, I'm still going to be in like Austin, Denver. I still fucking, everywhere is my second home base. Right, so, right. What is, the, what is the flight from Austin to LA? Like two hours. Oh, that ain't shit. Hour forty. What's the drive? I don't know. Um, shit, twelve hours. Yeah, that's long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, that's dope, that. though, that you can uh, just bounce around like that because it's not. That's not a bad flight at all. That's like flying from to Florida from here. Absolutely. Look, in Florida, uh, from here is about two and a half, three, if that. Right. Denver, Denver's a bit hot. Denver's a great hub, dude. Great hub. Austin, Austin's like a hub now too, though. Just if, if, if we're going to talk about hubs, <laughs> it's a little closer. It's a little closer to the everything. Just everything east, you know. It's a yeah, closer yeah, to yeah. I've but done I, the west thing so, so long. It's time to move, move a little. Yeah, that's east. what's up. Read that love. I heard the homeless shit is out of control in Austin, though, too. Just like LA. It's been out of control in Austin. It's crazy. It's it's insane, dude. I, okay. I'm going to start it off and say it. Let's go. Anywhere where there's a Democrat or liberal government governing the fucking area, you're going to have, I won't say anywhere, majority of the motherfucking spots you're gonna find homeless running rampant can't say I disagree can't say I disagree why do you think that is though I mean like obviously we know about the differences in policies and shit but like what is the ultimate goal to just allow that insanity to continue you know be able to cause more division yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it's there's got to be some money involved. Absolutely, there's money involved. There's, yeah. there's, there's money involved in all kinds of ugliness. Money involved in war, money involved in drugs, money yep. involved in policing, money involved in homelessness, money involved in uh, keeping fathers away from their, their children, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> there's big money in that. <laughs> big money in that. Like, oh, if you're a fucking, if you're a single mother, you can go get fucking HUD housing and you can fucking live and then a fucking dope ass apartment for $14 a fucking month. Yeah, dude. I got, I mean, I, I, I have a father living with you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went through the whole court drama. I have a, a kid with a, a baby mama also. So I'm married yeah. now, but, and we have our own, we have our own together. But, um, 
Yeah, I went through that whole drama of like going to court and fighting for like time with my son. It was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and then also I had there was a time. I mean, I have fifty fifty custody now, but even when I had fifty fifty custody, like maybe four years ago, I was still paying child support, which is insane. <laughs> you know, which is why I like you're supposed to be split down the middle. Right. So if we if we have fifty percent of the time together and we're it's everything's like, you know, he's with me half the time, he's with you half the time. Why am I giving you money? Because you're the fucking man. Exactly. It's a exactly. It's a racket. Yep. If you don't pay, they're gonna fucking charge you interest. Dude, and they just take it straight out of your bank account. Yes, they will. It happened to me. It had they garnished my paychecks and also yep. um one year my tax return was completely like gobbled up from like uh, some back shit that I owed that like, because she had started the child support and then um, like stopped it for a period of time. We were trying to like, quote unquote, work it out or whatever. <laughs> and uh, it didn't work out. So then she started it up again and I was responsible for that time in between. Like it's fucked up. Oh, trust me, I know. Yeah, I've been dude. in court rooms full of women and I was the one that like, they came at it's like damn wait hold up time out time out time out time out time out time out mm-hmm. how, how are you gonna listen to everything she says nothing I say yep that's how it was too when I when I would go to I went to like the mediation and shit too though where actually like she brought a lawyer one time and I completely burned her lawyer <laughs> just by myself <laughs> and like yeah so it's it's a weird it's weird man fuck that shit let's move on fuck that bullshit <laughs> <laughs> we get into real conversation straight off the jump. Uh, no, I just don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about baby mama drama on on the pod. <laughs> Look, shout out to our baby mamas. Thank shout out baby mamas, them. exactly, one hundred percent. Salute. Salute, being great baby mamas, doing their thing. Shout yeah, out yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, dude. Thank you for taking my money. All good. I mean, look, whatever. It is what it is. It is what it is. It happens. It, you know what? It, it fizzles out over time. Like everything's cool now. You know, so I don't pay child support and shit, which is great, and it's all good. That's why. That's why I came here, dude. That's why I came to PA. That's where his mother's from, and like he started going to school here and shit. Like, what was it gonna be? Be a piece of shit and just be like far away? So I was like, fuck it, I'll just move here. That's why I'm going to Texas. There you go. You know, right there, I'm gonna be right there. Yeah, so. you gotta be, man. Hey, there's only so many years when they're young. Exactly. When they start to, t- when they're teenagers and shit, they don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> oh, look, I don't know, dog. My fucking, my teenage son's pretty cool. Nah, no, I'm just kidding, dude. You know how they like want to be cool and shit. They don't want to see you drop them off at school and shit like that. No, he got his own truck. Oh yeah, I saw you post that on Instagram actually. That boy got his own truck. He got two jobs. That's what's That's up. He do his own thing. He talking about going to the military. So it's like, hey, before you go off and become a grown-ass man. If he goes into the military, make sure he goes in the Navy. But that's what he's talking about. He's talking about Good. Do not let him go into the Army <laughs> or any of that other <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> what are you going for? Just to shoot people? Nah, he needs to go into the Navy, dude. Because it stays on the ship. That's what I did. <laughs> I was like, I went. I joined in 2003. So it was pretty soon after 9-11. And I was like... I'm not going in the shits, dude. I'm not doing it. Like I just, I'm like, I'm not about that life. I was like, oh, cool. I'll get the college money, and that sounds like a good idea. 
but I'm not ready to go shoot motherfuckers. I think that's what he's on. See, I took the ASVAB in 2000. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to go, but I told the recruiter I wanted to wait to see who won the election between Gore and Bush. That's <laughs> a good call. I straight, up, I straight up called it. I'm like, look, if Gore wins, I'll sign. Right. If Bush wins, I'm not doing it because we'll be going to war. He's like, yeah. how can you say? I'm like, because his daddy went to war. Da, 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 da. Right. Be going to war. Like, you can't say that. I'm like, I can say that I'm not going to sign this piece of paper. If he wins, I can yeah. tell you that much. Yeah. And so we waited and sure saw what happened. And we saw what happened. They all and fucking I, go. They, they all ultimately, ultimately go to war, though, don't they? I wouldn't say all of them. I mean, I don't know what Trump did. I don't think Trump went to war. He kept the war going. He didn't Trump stop killed. That. He, I mean, he killed a couple of peeps, but he didn't do yeah. like a. He didn't stop that motherfucker. Look, it's not up to them. It's not up to the president. No, it's not up to the president. It's from the generals and shit. I mean, is it, it even really up to the generals? Probably not, it's dude. It's this. Look, the, the, I'm, not the, some, I'm not some crazy conspiracy theorist, but I know there's levels. It's levels ge- it's geopolitics. It's geopolitics. That's why, like, when people say. Um, you know, we shouldn't be in Afghanistan or we shouldn't be here. We shouldn't be there. What people don't understand is that it's geopolitics chess, dude. That's why we're not there because we want to be there. We're there because we have to be there because if we're not there, countries like China and Russia that have actual ill intentions, you know what I mean? Not saying that we don't have ill intentions sometimes also, but like, I think we can all kind of agree that America's a pretty good place for the most part. You know what I mean? Um, Let's, let's 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 get this straight right here. America is a good place. The land, the people, the governing fucking entity is a ruthless son of a bitch. Oh yeah, it really is. It is. The land, yes. Well, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. When you put it up against the other governments of the world, America. Maybe because it's so wealthy that they're able to give people more freedom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, like in England and shit, you get like you get in England, you get a tax for your television. You know what I mean? Like they really go hard. I mean, they really go hard here on taxes too. Of California, course, yeah. Well, well California, Jesus, California, you're fucked. In California, are ridiculous. These motherfuckers are paying down their five dollars a gallon for the last fucking few years. And that's supposed to be for roads and this, that, and the third. These motherfuckers are keeping that money, bro. They oh yeah, it's, a, it's the same yeah. thing. It's the same thing in New York. That's how they do it. They, the, I mean, the the roads are an absolute disaster. You know, like they say they need this money for infrastructure and all this bullshit, and it's like, but I just popped a tire on fucking Fifth Ave, dog. Look, my shit's still fucked up. Come on, bro. Yeah. Come on, bro. What's this money really being used for? Exactly. That's the shit really being used for, Governor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, you know what? This whole pandemic and all this thing has kind of really... It has really lifted the veil a little bit to a lot of people that, like, nobody really trusts anything anymore, you know? I mean, I wouldn't say the pandemic did that. I would say, let's, let's do this. Let's go back. It was because I was younger. I was seeing it, so... Right. Clinton came around. Bush Sr., was president, mm-hmm. drugs are popping. We're going against drugs now. 
war against drugs with uh, fucking Reagan. Yep. It's fucking full effect now. Mm-hmm. Crack is fucking gone. Crack King comes in, police are fucking militarized now. Mega. So yeah. Now got fucking the SWAT teams got tanks and shit like that, and they look like fucking their army. They're playing GI Joe. Do you see those dudes at that like Freedom Fest or whatever, like the stormtrooper looking motherfuckers? They have like these huge like football fucking pads on. <laughs> it's crazy. Look, that's that's Clinton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Clinton's right. right. It was Clinton, and then it was. Uh, I mean, uh, all the, all the people that are still running shit right now is the same people. Same, same family, same shit. Pelosi was there. Biden was there. Schumer was there. All these same people that have been there for fucking decades, dude. Hey, bro, they got a plan. They got a plan. It's insane. That's insane. It's insane that you have some, that you should even be allowed. You can't even, a lot of people aren't even allowed to drive past like 70 years old, dude. And and we have this motherfucker who's literally geriatric, like almost 80 years old, like telling us what to do. (laughs) <laughs> does not relate to me in any sense of in the form. No way, dude. He's like a grandpa. No he looks like he should be in a fucking home. No way. No way that man can tell me anything about being a young black man being hunted by the police because I was between the ages of 18 to 35 in Southern California. Three out of four. He wrote that bill. So you cannot tell me about how it fucking feels to be in my motherfucking shoes or tell me how to live my motherfucking life, dog. You can't tell me that shit. No, no. You're in a whole different fucking spectrum. And, dog, haven't you, like, I get it. Everybody's fucking got a past. Everybody's got a history. But wasn't your history the last time you tried to run for president? Didn't you get fucking booted because you got caught fucking lying? Yep, and he got called plagiarizing. Caught lying, plagiarizing. Fuck out of here, buddy. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, like, this is where I feel my experiences in life lead me down a different path of thinking mm-hmm. than most. Because the things that I have done have made me face consequences. Right. And I had to go to jail or have timeouts mm-hmm. where I have to sit down and face my consequences. And I, you know, like, I have to go through the shit that I put myself through. So, right. I, um, to look at what I did wrong instead of blaming it's other taking people. accountability man taking accountability and when I look at these folks who are like supposed to be our leaders and they take zero accountability zero dude zero as the buck they lie they shift it this that and the third and then society just moves I know, man, because people just accept it. You know what it is also? I mean, I personally think this entire thing has been like a complete psyop. You know, like it's been a complete psyop. And I think that this whole like, I mean, I definitely think that this whole pandemic shit was planned. I'm not a super conspiracy theorist, but something is not right. You know what I'm saying? Like with it, the lab and Fauci and like, it's just shit ain't adding up. You know what I mean? So we can go back. We can go back. Hmm. There's been plenty of people in our age bracket, but it's not conspiracy theory. I guess it is. Whatever the fuck, call it what you want to call. Yeah, it. Yeah, call it if you want to. If you want to call it a fucking conspiracy, I'm a conspiracy theorist. Then fuck you. Then that's what I am. Look, because <laughs> I'm asking fucking questions, and I'm like, 
connecting the dots and you're fucking not you just want to uh shut the fuck up and just take the shit up the ass like a cunt that's your that's your prerogative yo like i said you know like with me i remember when schwarzenegger was running for governor and he fucking stayed spat out the fact like yo young black men between the ages of 18 to 35 75 percent three or four in southern california will go to fucking jail so knowing that fact you like yeah. knowing that you are getting hunted by the fucking government right. just by the color of your skin to yeah. fit a fucking number dog i don't put anything past them no uh, that's just, that's definitely just not personal experience yeah yeah not to think about the shit that i've learned growing up mm-hmm. this, come on now like if some people don't know the histories about certain things like you know I know for me being a black a young black man I fucking learned about the Tuskegee experiments I learned about that shit too yeah I know about that shit too that's what they did to the military those folks were I don't think I even learned that in school I think I learned that from a documentary dude (laughs) yeah it wasn't from school it wasn't from school maybe you know what dude because I went to uh, Catholic school nah it wasn't public school I went to a Catholic school from like first to like third grade and I do I, maybe you're probably right. It probably wasn't in school. It's probably from a documentary. No, dog, you're too cool. You're too kid. You fucking end up meeting with some cool ass person, and they or something happened, and it just the, the truth came out. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, we're in the fucking age where truth and information is just flowing, so they can't hide it no more. Exactly. That's why everything's being exposed. You know what I mean? You're you're supposed to question everything. Everything everything that's why all my teachers and shit hated me in school that's why i was always the kid getting thrown out of class going to fucking detention all that shit because i would always be like why are we doing this i would always i would always be like what what's what's the end game of this you know exercise i did in the navy and people they're like my my bosses in the navy like they were cool they let me like get away with a lot of shit but like i was always that guy like why are we on the middle of the ocean right now doing this Like I would say shit like that. I'd be like, "Why are we out here launching planes and dropping bombs on these people?" I don't got time. Like I'm, I'm not about, I'm not about this, you know. And like, they, we what we're doing out here. Yeah, but there, you know, we used to go out, dude, just like for three months, just to train, you know. And we'd just be out in the middle of the ocean, like not Pacific. We we were mostly Atlantic, but we'd be like down in the Caribbean, just launching planes. Like I would just be like, "Damn, we're just doing this over and over and over again." I mean, I get it repetition yeah you gotta stay you gotta stay sharp i mean i get it too but like when you're just that dude like on the flight deck like you're just like yo Yo. i'm done son yeah i'm having navy i'm having navy flashbacks on the podcast right now my bad realize this game of chess is a lot bigger than fucking you thought oh it's way bigger dude yeah And, and and i was young at the time like when i look at it now i'm like holy shit like I mean, what I did was nothing compared to the dudes that, like, actually were killed in Afghanistan and, like, the thousands of military guys that got, like, really fucked up or killed, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I was on an aircraft carrier, so I was in the Persian Gulf, like, 100 miles off the coast, just putting bombs on airplanes and shooting them off, you know? So I wasn't, like, in the shit. But, uh... No, no, you're still in the shit. I mean, I was still doing the shit, you know? We are still, you know, we are still there, but, like, uh... Yeah. I mean, we used to see like some like weird, you know, like, they have those like Somali pirates and shit. We used to see some weird boats out there that would like try to fuck with us a little bit. 
we used to have to do like some maneuvers with the ship and like get away from them so it was pretty wild actually to see that like these motherfuckers are on these little canoes and shit <laughs> they don't give a fuck they're ready to like come up on your shit with an ak you know and just light it up yeah just like that captain like that captain phillips movie see that's why i'm so glad i didn't do any of that bro i'm so glad yeah, man, it was an experience, man. I, I, I honestly enjoyed the experience. Like, being on a ship with, like, so many different people was probably the greatest, like, learning experience because there's literally people from all walks of life, man. Black, white, Filipino, uh, like, Chinese kids, you know, just mad people on a ship together, and you're just out there in the ocean together for months and months and months. Like, you really build like serious camaraderie with these kind of people you know what i mean did you ever play football or sports like that yeah i played sports my whole life yeah so it's a, it's pretty much the same thing yeah it's the same thing yeah i played on like a travel soccer team and shit yeah you travel around it's yeah it's the same shit okay i just knew when i took that ass bad and when, when i didn't sign that shit i knew it was like either go to war or take your chances with the fucking law arresting you just for being you did they give you did were you in one of those court situations where they offered you to go into the military no, no dog i just want to go because this <clears> is, <throat> I, I knew the situation right being in California, i knew like yo you're either gonna you're a young black male you're either gonna go to jail or you're gonna fucking go to the military get, get that experience get out get good jobs get work possibly a cop, be a cop or some shit like mm. that you know be, they would look at me differently. Mm. Like I've had some crazy racist experiences with the fucking police. Really? You know? Like the Newport Beach police have shown me. Like I remember when I was 13 years old, I would go and like go boogie boarding with the homies. We'd like ride this fucking city bus. And, right. Man, these motherfuckers pulled me out of the group of homies, like white kids, Mexican kids, whatever. They pulled my little black ass out and said, "Go home. You don't belong here." Wow. Leave. Like, wait, no, no, I go to school here. No, you don't. Go, leave. You don't belong here. Wow. That's some, I feel like that's some Cali shit, though, dude. Look, that's some super Cali shit that people, like, they, they feel like Cali. What, what's up with that people. shit and the cops in no, Cali, dude? And Palm trees and, like, NWA was talking some real shit. Yeah, no, nah, I, I believe it. I believe it. I caught the tail end of that shit, but when I was growing up in Orange County, it was like, it was even though it was multicultural, it was very white predominant. It was like, Orange County is the one red county out of fucking state. Right. Yeah, I heard. I've heard that. I don't know shit about California, so it's like it's like the Ronald Reagan, fucking John Wayne, fucking. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, I've had skinheads try to chase me down. Really? That's oh so. That's so fucking weird. You know what it is, man? It's like because that movie American History X was in Cali. Yeah, that was good. I, I lived through it. I yeah, know, that's so weird, dude. Like, yeah, we never had anything. We never had anything like that on the East Coast. Oh my! Because look, it's such a melting pot that y'all can't do some shit like that, motherfucker. Yeah, like there's there's this comedian I listen to, and he always says like, and I'm not from New York, but I've spent a lot a lot of time in New York, and I've lived I've lived so many different places. So for me, uh, seeing something like that is like it just doesn't compute dude like and like like the, the american history x shit and like the an actual like race like race war you know, on that kind of level is like completely alien to the east coast i feel like 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh no. Anyway, but sorry, I, I drifted off on a point there. My point was this comedian says like, if you're from New York and you live in New York and you have to get on the train every day, it's like impossible to be racist because you have to deal with so many different people on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. That's because you'll look, at, you'll be looked at like you're the fucking retard if you're racist you know what i mean if you're getting on the train every day like fuck that fucking chinese person over there you know what i mean like you're you don't make sense because it's like don't live here then unless look yeah it's weird yeah it's weird everybody and i think i wonder if it's like you said it's because cali's like so spread out like even when i came there man because i'd never been to la aside from that show and uh when I got there, I was like, yo, this place is so spread out, dude. So spread out. It's like, you have to go miles to get anywhere, blood. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. You're going to take this freeway to that freeway to that Yeah, freeway, fuck just, that, know. man. We like, like, that's how East Coast people are. They like, they like to like walk out of their crib and go get a coffee. Having to uh, drive yeah. places on the East Coast is like annoying as fuck. You're going to drive. You got to go get it. You got to go get it. Yeah, Cali, dude. You... You gotta go get it. You gotta drive, dude. And you gotta deal with all I mean the traffic wasn't I didn't really think it was too crazy when I was dealing with it, but like I said, I was only there for like forty eight hours. Man. There's traffic on fucking Saturdays, there's traffic at two AM. There's traffic there's all day. It's just fucking traffic. There's only like there's more traffic than not. Yeah. I'll say that. There's more hours of the day with traffic than without traffic. That's so fucking annoying. <laughs> well, if there's fucking 24 hours in a day, I can guarantee you there's at least 13 of them that have traffic. Fuck that. Yeah. That was one thing I was like, yo, it's nice out here, but I'm not I'm not about that. Every fucking freeway. That's every fucking freeway. Yeah. And it's every like way. a lot. It's like, you know what it is, too? It's like it's very spread out, but it also feels like because it's so spread out, it almost feels like it's more people. You know, like New York is like very tight. So like, yes, you know, there's millions of people there, but you don't like see them on a spread out scale. You see them in blocks. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all, it's yeah. It's so you see like 15 people a block and you're like, oh, there's fucking 25 people around me. But when you're in L.A., it's like, oh, there's mountains over there and then there's a fucking ocean over there and there's hills of like homes everywhere and it's dusty and shit. Concrete in between. Yeah, and it's dusty as hell, and it's like you're in the desert. You're in the concrete desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the brownness is like crazy. When you live on the East Coast your whole life, and then you go there, you're like, damn, it's very brown over here. Beautiful, it's beautiful. Uh, it's, uh, it's... You better watch that. You better watch that. You don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I meant like the I meant like the sand and shit, like the. De- <laughs> Yo, you're right. Damn, I'm going to get canceled again, son. <laughs> Did you hear what he said about brown people on the podcast? You, you, you hear what he said? He said it's very brown over there. <laughs> yeah. Yo, they got me, son. They got me again, dog. <laughs> he started talking about people at the border. Yeah, yeah. The border's really brown. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's how it happens, though, dude. That's how that shit happens. These fucking pussies. Man. Yeah, yeah. Like that's literally that. What just happened there was literally the, epi- the epitome of the tweet that I sent to theatrics. Like completely uh, innocent, just like oh yeah, and then fucking everyone's like fuck you. <laughs> dude, 
I, I, I remember this. I remember like you had to grow up with this. Uh, uh, words don't hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yo. Let's save that for the next segment. We're we're on 28 minutes, so we'll take a break, and then we'll come okay. back with the big homie Dre. This is the Vendetta Cast, episode number 21. Blue Cool. Yes, man. Welcome back. Side two, side B with the big homie MC Dre. We're in the middle of this convo. I don't remember where we left off, but we're out here getting fucking litty and uh, drinking White Claws and Yinglings on a fucking Sunday night. What's good, Dre? Yinglings! We're... <laughs> hey! America's <laughs> oldest fruit beer. That's right, dude. How'd you know? I've been to PA. I've been to Philly. It's from PA, actually, too, and it's cheap as I fuck got... out here. Cheap as fuck. I love Yinglings. Yeah, I just take a bull head. I'm, I'm stoned as fuck now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just took I a, the, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My bad. I'm saying I saw they have some new flavors. Yeah, they got Oktoberfest flavor. I haven't tried it yet. I'm on that fucking hard seltzer shit now. Yo, my boy loves the hard seltzer. Dog, I can't get off of them. I can't get into it, dude. I'm not. I, I only. I'm always like a beer guy, though. I've never been like a liquor guy or like. I did my liquor time when I was like a teenager and I was like, I, re- I did so many retarded things that I realized like, this is not the move for me. Uh, so, <laughs> so I just like, it was like, I'm just going to drink beer. So, but like the seltzer shit, I just can't get into it, dude. Maybe on the oh, beach, like if I'm on the beach or some shit. Yeah. But how much do you weigh? I'm probably like, I'm like one. I'm like, That's I don't wrong. know if I got on now, I'm like 195. I'm there like two, I'm like 200. Look, there it is, though. You, when you, the fact that you said one, like, okay, there it is. That's why you can still here and fucking drink beer because you're fucking under two fucking twenty. Dog, yeah. when you, when you like are five nine, five ten, two fifty, and you drink beer, you get fat. And look, you're already fat. You've been drinking beer, and mm. like, you're on stage and you're trying to move, and just the fact that you're in the club, you start. Sw- you sweating. just start sweating. <laughs> sweating. I'm, look, I've been there. So, like, right now, I'm sitting at, like, either between 198 and 200. And how tall? But how tall are you? 5'10". You're not that short, man. But look, dog, I was sitting at 250. Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty heavy for, for a 5'10". Oh, me. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. When you're sitting down... It's hard to breathe when you're up on stage. You're instant wedding. Like your your diaphragm, that, like is not as sharp and shit. That's for me sitting there drinking fucking beers, eating snacks, eating fucked up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These fucking hard seltzers, you know. Like I, I drink beer, take a couple shots of tequila, drink more beer, yeah. smoke blunt. Yeah, I'm yeah. Going, I'm going in. I'm. That shit's just and eating snacks and eating food on top of that. This is all late night. Oh, know? dog, I do the same thing, man. Like, there's loads of times, like, I'll just be drinking at the crib, and I'll be like, it's fucking one in the morning. I'm like, I'm going to order Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> and I should not do it, dude. It's disgusting. Cookies and chips. Yeah, dude, that's me. That's me all day. Snacks. Yeah. All kinds of snacks, bro. Yeah, me too. That shit was like starting to weigh on me. 
literally. Literally, yeah. And then fucking, I don't know how I fucking found these motherfuckers, but like, I drank one. Yeah, so I they, but they're, because they're zero calories, so they don't like put any weight on and shit. I know how I found it. The homie is a diabetic. See, this is a whole long ass story, but the homie is a diabetic, and he got me drinking these, um, these bubbly waters. Yeah. You know? These little fizzy waters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, the, the cans from Target. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started drinking that shit too, man. I don't know how that shit yeah, became man. popular again. Look, it's just, I don't know. Instead of drinking soda, drink these fucking fizzy waters. Yeah, like, yeah. And fuck, he was right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, I agree. I started losing weight there. And then, I don't know, I found the fucking white star or some shit. I found some type of fucking fizzy drink. And homie, shit, I have dropped... I'm not saying that it's not just it's, it's just me drinking one alcohol you lose weight. Right. But I will say if you change the fucking of what you put in your body, for sure, the way it looks is going to fucking change. One hundred percent. I've lost a good twenty pounds. A good twenty. That's crazy. A good twenty. I just have like a stupid metabolism, dude. So I don't even like. If I gain weight, it's like a it's like uh it's like a thing you know what i'm saying I'm like damn i gained five pounds like that never happens you know what i'm saying like i, I fluctuate between 195 and 200 so football you played is different than the football i play <laughs> exactly yeah 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 and so the weight training did you have weight training nah man nah that's we only had cardio the, the, the working out is different so the way we were i've been working out since i was 13 years old 14 years old is different they have me lifting weights well because they're trying to get you into football so young in cali dude they put you they put fucking kids in in football in cali when they're like fucking three dude oh my god they love america you know what in 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 general america fucking loves football so much dude i'm not a football guy at all so i'm kind of taking the piss but like i love soccer like European football and shit and like people think I'm fucking corny for that but like I think the NFL is the corniest shit I've ever seen in my life I think it's bullshit that nobody ever taught me how to really play soccer yo it's the it's the illest game it's the illest it's the illest nobody ever told me I was standing offside yeah 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 the offside rule is hard is hard to understand it's because they for Amer- in America for the longest time they really just pushed it to girls and look you can see because the American wow. like uh, women's world cup team is better than the men's like in their perspective shit you know what I'm saying they shouldn't they shouldn't be paid they shouldn't be paid as much at all but they're in the same like they're they kill it you know what I mean but they shouldn't deserve they don't deserve the money they should get paid more no way dude oh my god my G I'm sorry I'm look I believe the women's team should get paid more than the men's team really why because the fucking men's team just fucking sucks they do but when they when they play but when they play in tournaments they play in tournaments that bring in 5.4 billion dollars a year they aren't bringing the motherfucking 5.4 but when they're participating into the fucking tournament 
tournament because our fucking our, our team is full of dudes but like they have the legal amount they have the required amount and they have a new skill set so they can go play in that tournament you punk ass motherfuckers I ain't gonna say you motherfuckers didn't deserve your shit I'm not gonna <laughs> say the dudes that are there now right. and the dudes fucking paved the way didn't deserve what they got I'm gonna say that the women have fucking also put in that work and the women just because I'm not saying the entire women the, the world's women I'm saying our women the USA women deserve way more compensation than what they got bro I'm not saying they don't deserve more than what they got but they they're the ones that signed off on that deal did you know that they signed the deal to get paid like they were they could have got paid in a lump sum or they could get paid over like years and it was like 260,000 each for like 3 years or whatever the fuck it was and they agreed to that deal so then like they realized like oh they like somehow i guess found out what the men were making i don't know and the men didn't make the world cup so then they're like yo what the fuck these motherfuckers didn't even make the world cup and they're getting paid this why are we getting paid this and it's like but you signed the deal it gets in. fucking deep, Dre. I don't want to get into fucking Megan Rapinoe's fucking bullshit. <laughs> is, that, is that who shit we're on right now? She I'm was the fucking leader of the pack, isn't it? She looks like Rachel Maddow. She looks like who? Rachel Maddow, the fucking anchor bitch from M- uh, MSNBC. I shouldn't. Oh. She looks just like her. I shouldn't call her a bitch on the podcast, but she's a bitch. <laughs> I mean. I don't play. I don't play that politically correct shit. She's a bitch. We all know it. Everyone knows it. She's a bitch, just like Ellen DeGeneres was a bitch. Who, who, who's a bitch? Uh, Rachel Maddow. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who these people are. So I'm not gonna. I'm gonna save my, res- my reservations for. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. She's full. She's full of shit. Whatever. It's. It's all politics, man. We, hey, we can I'm move on from that. <laughs> A lot of people are full of shit just to get paid. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are full of shit just to get booked. A lot of people are full of shit just to get booked. Look, 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 that Candace Owens bitch, I'll say that bitch is fucking full of shit. She's a little hardcore for me, I'll I'll say that. Did this nigga say a little hardcore? That bitch is full of shit. Listen to me. I'm going to say this slowly. That bitch is full. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. So, yeah. So, I understand if we're relating to bitches full of shit. I get mm-hmm. you. I got you. So, should we talk about uh, American drum and bass now? Oh, <laughs> 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 hey, that's the... That's the segue, dude. Candace Owens to American Drum and Bass. Full of shit. Both? Hey, what's the fucking common denominator between fucking Candace Owens and American Drum and Bass? Um, They're both full of shit. Clout chasers. Oh... Oh, cloud chasers are bullshit. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But yeah, there's some good American drum bass producers are coming out. They should be getting love. 
Definitely, I agree. Yeah, we were speaking on that, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that before. I don't really, I forget who the people I even really pinpointed, but we were talking about Justin Hawks. Um, Justin the Hawks, Burner Brothers, Bachelors of Science, Lion Dub, Airglow. Random Movement. Random Movement. Shout out to my guy, fucking... I don't know what to call him, man. Rico, uh, Hulk Killer, Masio, Maceo. What do you, whatever he wants to go by today, you know? Yeah, you know, you guys are tight, right? Super, that's my dog. Yeah, I've known that guy for years, dude. We never really got to kick it too many times, but I definitely like we've obviously he's from New York and shit, so he would always be in the city. Look, and I love it because me and him got to kick it more outside of drum and bass than inside, you know? So yeah, 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 yeah. And, and like we eat lunch together, we're eating tacos and fucking burritos and shit together, you know? We definitely. work together. I, I like knowing people, people instead of their fucking stage name. Definitely. The, the stage persona. Because that stage persona is one thing, man. Like, mm-hmm. that's who you, if that's who the fuck you are 24 7, congratulations. Good job. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, when the fuck you get off stage, who the fuck are you? That's who I'm dealing with. Because I'm Andre. I'm not, I'm not MC Dre. Yeah. 24 yeah. fucking seven, fucking Andre. 100%. Then, dog, do you ever fucking get tripped out by that? Like, People can't separate the two. Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. Yeah, I would say, you know, even, yeah, I mean, definitely I put out a certain kind of persona on stage that I'm not necessarily off stage, right? Mm-hmm. It's a bravado thing, isn't it? You put, you put your shit out there, like, this is the... This is the incarnation of me that I want on this microphone right now through this, through this, these speakers and on this moment and, um, on this tune or whatever, you know what I'm saying? This is what I'm putting out at this moment in time. That's not who I am when I'm taking a piss and I'm fucking getting a beer at the bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not all the time. No, don't fuck. Yo, that's fucking MC Dre right there. I mean, like, yeah, I am, but like. I think, I, I honestly, I think uh, a lot of the thing, even like all the shit <laughs> like that happened with me or whatever, like a lot of the thing is, is like, I think a lot of people will get the wrong idea about me when they meet me in person because I'm kind of like a little standoffish and I don't really like, I'm not like the guy who's like, hey man, what's up? My name's fucking Dave and I just, I'm here to meet you. You know, I'm not that guy. God, you are so easy. Yeah, I'm not, so <laughs> I'm not that guy, you know what I mean? So uh, like when I first met you, it was like, yo, what's up? But like you were, like you had your distance before, even before the pandemic. You're like you still had your six feet. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. Yeah. You, like even though, like technically, we still close, but like you still had this aura about you. Like I'm, I'm gonna reserve myself. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm real. I'm closed off. You know, I only want to really talk to real people. That's kind of why I don't. I don't really like. I don't like small talk, and I don't like. Uh, I don't, I don't really, I don't thrive in that situation. I'm more awkward in those situations than I am at any other time. Like when somebody's trying to just like, you know, when you're having a conversation with somebody, you know, you think to yourself like, this is like the most meaningless 
exchange. Yes, you're, you're not good with disingenuous conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I get weird when people are just like, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing, man. I'm not. I'm just not like that. Like, Easties are look Easties and Westies. That LA Westie, that Hollywood Westie. Yeah. It two like it's, those worlds are so different because Hollywood's like, hey, hey man, how you doing? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm friend tonight. How you doing? I'm your best fucking friend. Yeah. And as soon as you fucking turn your back, hey, fuck that guy. That fucking asshole. He's a piece of shit. And you guys are like, fuck you to your face. Fuck you. Yeah. I don't like you. Why are you sitting here talking to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. That is the difference. That is the difference. It's completely different. Yeah. Um, God, who t- I think it was NCMC. He he coined it cloak and dagger. Los Angeles is very cloak and dagger. They're like smile in your face and turn behind your back and fucking say something completely different. Yep. Yep. Instead of being real, like, hey, I don't like you. Don't talk to me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that puts people off. That's the thing about it. That puts people off so much. When you're so blunt, when you're so blunt, people are just like, "Wow, I can't believe that motherfucker said that." And you're just like, "Yeah, bitch, I said that because that's how I feel. <laughs> that's how I feel." Instead of fucking hit behind shit online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there was some dude I, I did a show the other night, and there was some dude that I've seen, known throughout the fucking years, mutual friends. This motherfucker gets very bold. Right. Right? Yeah. Starts fucking very reckless. Like, I won't see you in the club. And this is the funny thing. It's like, hey, dog. He's saying, I'm going to see you in the club? No, no, no. I'm saying, like, like he talks so reckless as if I won't see him in the club. Right, 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 right. You talk reckless like I haven't seen you in the club in Los Angeles. Haven't seen you in the club in Seattle. Haven't seen you in the club now in Denver. Bro, I could just walk up on you and fuck you up. That's <laughs> how you fucking talk to me online. Because talking to me online, nigga, I will really see you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't you realize I am fucking crazy. I will hit you. Yeah, people don't, people don't like... Uh... I don't think I don't. Yeah, people don't understand that when if you're especially when you're in such a small community like drum and basses and shit. It's like you're gonna see people in the club, dude. Damn! Oh my god, we're still talking about drum and bass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we work. I mean, it's the same shit, really. It's the same shit in everyday life. Yeah, it is. But yeah, it's. I guess it is because like, drum and bass is weird. That's right. Yeah, drum and bass is very weird. Look, I love the music and I love the people who push and I love the people that have I love the culture of drum and bass. That's what kept me in drum and bass so long. That's why I love drum and bass when I first got into drum and bass was because of the culture. Drum and bass, I love how people, how smart people are, how intellectual it is, but I I don't do well with the politics. I, I do great with the politics. <laughs> I actually did really well with the politics of myself for many years, actually. Up in drum and bass, if I wanted to be, yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm cool. But at the same token, I just can't deal with the people that are in it for the wrong reasons. Like, oh, there's many of those. That's what I'm saying. I can't deal with them because, hey, I'm the one drum and bass and just the rave in general. 
was a place for outcasts to go. 100%. You know? Yes, people that were different. Well, drum and bass, drum and bass and, and jungle and the whole culture of that, it takes a very special kind of person to really fully understand it. You know what I'm saying? So like, it, that's why it's such a small community. So when people, that's why everyone's so passionate about it. You know what I mean? That's why like when, you know, people are always worried like, oh, drum and bass is going to go commercial. Like that, that old argument, you know? I don't, I don't say that's why it's such a small community. It's such a small community. No, I'm just using that as an example of like how protective people are about it. Of course, they're protective about it. That's that's the reason I led into it being small because their fucking elitism that they thought they were better than everybody else and they fucking will hoard the music to themselves and wouldn't hoard the fucking rap. But it's like, at some point, we have to focus on attracting the youth. Oh yeah, that's a very big sticking point. That's the that's the problem with. I mean, dude, if we're gonna get into this conversation, the we're talking about American drum and bass, oh right? yeah, yes, we're still talking about. It. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about American drum and bass, baby. Um, fucking yeah, dude. I mean, where do you see that going? Because I don't see any youth coming really into American drum and bass. I know there's, I know of one dude. This guy, uh, Nolan Fringe, his name is. He's in fucking like Baltimore or some shit. He used to actually come to our dubstep shows, I think, way back in the day. Anyway, he's like, I don't even know how old he is, but he's way younger than me. And he does like good events. You know, he has like good proper flyers. The name of his production company is uh, Proper Productions DC or some shit. And he works hard and he's and he's a younger dude. But other than that, I don't fucking and shout out to him because I I meant to do a shout out to that motherfucker on Facebook, but I don't want to give him that much shine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not for your little young ass bitch. Nah. But, um, yeah, but he's the only one really on the East Coast that I see that's young. That's really. Um, on a promoter scale? Yeah. Yeah. Promoter or just even. DJing, whatever, you know what I mean? I've seen some DJs. I haven't seen, I mean, I've seen a couple of C's. They got some work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but fuck that. I want to be honest, completely honest. Let's be honest. At that age, I had work to do. How old are these MCs? I mean, that's, a, that's another thing. Where is the young drum and bass MC in America? There's not one. Not one. Not one, dog. I'm pushing 40. I don't know how old you are. I'm 38. I know Monty. I'm 38, too. I don't know. Monty is past 4-0. Track, I, I don't know how old he is, but I know he's past that also. So, like... Because, look, the, fuck, the thing is, we've been doing it since we were 16. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, but where are the young ones coming through? So where's, where's the next 17-year-old? So this is now, we're moving into this conversation. This is where I say it's on us, the MCs, to step away, not just from... Maybe not step away, you know what? Recruit. No, dog, we have to step away from the DJ. We are in America. Yeah, we're you're right, you're right. The fucking land is different. These kids look up to those guys on the TV, the, the babies, the little Waynes, the Drakes. They look the up to the Mike guy. The little Uzi uh, birds, the fucking, uh, you know, all mm-hmm. these new little rappers. So 
they're looking up to those guys who are spitting bars and doing creating content. Got to hit them with right. some grime, dog. <laughs> That's what you got to do. The drum and bass, we got to hit them with the shit. We got to hit them with it, but we got to hit them with it our way. We cannot do the UK formula that was made for the UK. If you look at food ingredients for the UK versus food ingredients versus the USA, we have more shit. Yeah, but what, what kind of what kind of context are you putting this in? Like, so for MCs to thrive more, we need to do more like MC focused stuff. Absolutely, right. So then, but what happens? Like, we have to stop being glorified cheerleaders. One hundred percent. But also, so in that regard, you would need people that are into drum and bass that are younger anyway, because you're not going to impress. You're not going to impress. Uh, the fucking 40 year old promoter in fucking Tampa that you've been doing gigs for for fucking 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta get, you gotta get fresher. And I'm just using Tampa as a random example. I don't know why, but, uh, you can say Tulsa, no matter. Yeah, whatever. You know, you know, what a, just whatever the fuck. Yeah. Anywhere USA. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you really need to build a following for the music as well because you need to get them on that tempo you know what i mean the music has a following the kids are young and they're fucking rebellious see look the thing is kids are going to be young and rebellious that yet that age group is that 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 they are ready to go doesn't matter if they hear it the first time the second they're ready to go you just have to be ready to give them something to come back to and that's where the MC is because in America they are looking for that guy on the stage, rapping, spitting the stuff, saying the things, making them be able to come to the lyric, uh, the show and sing the words. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I like the Mac Millers and uh, all the little rappers. That's what they like. It. That's why they go to the shows. They want to turn up. It's a conne- Yeah, of course they do. It's, I mean, yeah, I mean, the mic man is the connection to the music, dude. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, dude. When you're at a live show, the MC is your connection to what the fuck is popping. And not only that, if you And I'm not saying ultimately, obviously the music ultimately is the what you're connected to, but when you I'm talking about the fucking vibe, dude, and the vibe is why we do this shit. When you're on that vibe, the MC, the music, the crowd, that shit That shit is unbeatable. We have to give them another vibe. They aren't us. They're fucking 20 years behind us. They need a new vibe. And we can't give the same vibe that we got to them. You got to give them, you got to give them content. You got to give them mad content, but you got to give them visual content. Absolutely. Not only audio, we got to give them visual. They have ADD, dude. They need visual. If they don't have visual, they're like, they just stare off into space. They're, they're staring onto their phones. Yeah, they're not listening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can put on a podcast and go to work and listen to the podcast. They can't do that. They have to see it. They have to sit there and watch the job work and they have to see the things. Yep. So, yeah, it's, we have to do it differently. We cannot do it the same way and expect more folks to come. We have to switch it up. And this is what I'm challenging all the MCs right now. All the MCs who say they're MCs in the game, well, we're going to fucking see who the fuck you really are. Because, nigga, it is time to go to work. And it's not time to be like, oh, I'm fucking 
just gonna sit here and biddy 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 back biddy 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 back biddy biddy back nah honey you're gonna put in real work it's a new day and age luckily for us we didn't have to go through the social media thing nah yeah I mean it kind of started for me with MySpace in America but yeah, we, we yeah. got AOL into the messenger, but we got to go out and do the shows and experience and like. Yeah, the grassroots of the, like more of the beginnings. We got to do that without having to self promote and put out fucking content on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. On, Twitch, on Instagram, on all these fucking Twitter. We didn't have to do all that. All we had to do was just with bars. True. That's all we had to go do. Show up to the next event. Go split bars. Go split bars. These got to get the crowd's attention. To now get the crowd's attention, you have to get into their phone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got to market that get, shit. You have to get into their cellular device. The fucking I guarantee nine out of ten people listening to this podcast is gonna be listening out of their cellular device. Definitely. So we have to get into their cellular device. So it's a whole different way of going about things now. And you can't just go to the show and fucking... <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Nah, you're right. Yo, we just did... Yo, we just did another 28 minutes, dude. Look at us. Talk about American Drum and Bass. We still going. American Drum and Bass Part 3 coming next. We're gonna take another... We're gonna take another intermission and uh, smoke a bowl, smoke a blunt, have a beer, and then we're coming back for part three. We're gonna keep going as long as we go. So, all right, bro. I'll see you on the. I'll see you on side three, blood. Yes, sir. Let's go. All right. Back again, part three, Vendetta Cast. You already know what it is. We're just gonna keep doing segments here with the homie Dre because. We're just having a fucking conversation, man. I'm getting stoned. He's getting stoned. We're drinking White Claws. You know what it is. Losing that fucking fantasy football. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I don't even know how fantasy football works, dude. I have no idea about it. It's a cool thing. How do people make money? You make money off it, though, right? Absolutely. So you, you pick players from... So, all right, let's... You can make money weekly. You can make money throughout the whole season. You can make money per game. But is it because you choose certain players to be on your fantasy team that you think are going to do well in the actual league? Yes. And then the like the points that they accumulate personally in the actual real league contributes to your points college. in the fantasy football league and then you I... beat motherfuckers like that. Absolutely, and they all t- they all tally up the catches, oh, okay. the yards, the passes, the all right? That yeah, all the stats, all the stats, right? All those stats equal a certain amount of points. You take them, add them up throughout the players you picked, and how good they've done throughout their respective games, and that shit tallies your points for your team versus the other team that's collect a bunch of the players. Same shit. That's crazy. So, but what when these people have like. Uh, like fantasy football drafts like yeah. how does that... <laughs> so you can only pick from a certain pool of players like it's crazy like i don't i don't get how deep it goes i mean like yeah you can select from the entire league 
when you're drafting, you can select from the entire anybody who's in the league. You can. But if you're uh, if you're if some your friend has a different team, they can't have the same players you have, or they can. No. That's what I'm saying. So it's like. Motherfuckers picked. He's picked. Right. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying, so you can't have, like, you know how, like, if you play, like, on uh, Madden or whatever, you could play, like, the Dolphins versus the Dolphins? You can't do that? No. Okay. No. Okay. Not, not at all. Somebody, let's say with your language, if somebody picks uh, Ronaldo, right. he's off the board. He's, off the, he's off the board. He's off the board. Okay, they got to go for Messi. got to go for Messi. All right, I get it. I'm about that, whatever the fuck his name is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, they got to go for him or whoever's next. Yo, PSG has the illest kits, though. I don't know who I don't, I don't know who that kid is, that big fucking white blonde dude, whatever he is. <laughs> oh, like, the Viking? The Viking-looking kid? Yeah, he's ugly as fuck. But that kid is dangerous. Yo, he's dangerous, but he got beat with the motherfucking ugly stick, son. He, is a, he looks like Shrek, dog. He's the reincarnation of uh, Wayne Rooney. Hey, but his pockets are gonna look. Oh, his pockets are thick as hell. I'm sure his girlfriend looks. Girlfriends look real nice. Oh yeah, those those motherfuckers in Europe, dude. Those European soccer players, they fucking clean up. Money, they're like in Milan and shit. I mean, they're like European fucking like playboys and shit. It's crazy. They're like baseball players, American baseball players. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, I mean, same shit with all the professional sports in America. Like they all. They all get it in. You know what I mean? But American baseball has that, like... Mystique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, they have a 10-year, $500 million contract shit. Yeah, they do. They do crazy contracts, yeah. Crazy contracts. Same with soccer. That's what I noticed. Yeah, like, they... Like, yeah. they These motherfuckers get, like, $86 million contracts for, like, three years and shit. Weren't we talking about the youth in American drum baseball? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I meant to get back. I meant to get back into that. Actually, we're just having a conversation. Yeah, we're just talking about final. Uh, I'm, I said Final Fantasy, uh, fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what a podcast is, dude. That's why that's fun. It's it's fun. It's more fun that way, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So as far as the youth is in, in American drum bass, I mean, I've seen. Um. It will go back. To, we'll just segue back to that. Uh. I seen a couple of videos from some parties in, in Denver actually that had a lot of young kids at it that they were playing drum and bass. Look, that's what I'm saying. These it's Den you know what Den you know how you were saying Denver's a good hub? Denver is the fucking I would say the breeding ground for the youth in American drum and bass. Dare I say it now, Dre. <sighs> what do you think about that? I think they have the most like young crews like doing events and shit. You know, obviously language is there. Big up Lee. Lee's been on the pod before. Shout out the homie language and all the squad there. And then obviously they had a little situation happen there and then they split up into a couple different crews. So now they got a couple other crews doing shit. I mean, j- just from what I know, I don't know. I feel like they have a good breeding ground for the U in American drum bass. Shout out to my dude, Relight. Relight MC. Shout out, homie. What do you think about that statement? Relight is a good MC. He fucking crushes it. No, what do you think about the statement I just made about the the breeding ground? (laughs) (laughs) I I, 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 I,
I wasn't. I wasn't talking about Relay. I wasn't like, no, fuck him. And you were like, oh, he is a good MC. No, I didn't say anything. No, no, I thought you said, said that he was a good MC. I was like, yeah, he's a good MC. Nah, he's a good MC. Yeah, he's he's cool, man. He was real cool to me when I was there. Yeah, good people. Um, let me see. From what I see, there's a lot of young kids that. Are, that are into it and they get introduced to it right there on the spot in Denver in Denver right but like at the black box and shit can I say that it has more influence than on the youth in Los Angeles yeah I don't know I mean I would say that's the thing that's the thing about LA actually I, too I can tell you that Denver has more influence on the youth of drum and bass in Orange County, California. I would say you're probably right about that. I don't know personally. I, I only see what I see on my side. So yeah, I think, I think, but I think you're right that uh, LA and places like Denver definitely have a more a younger crowd regardless. They're going to, they're going to rotate. Like I see some, like you go, you'll go to respect and I've been going to respect for 20 years. Mm hmm. And just to see the real, like it's not, it's like a brand new crowd. That's great. Shout out Rob. Shout out to Rob. Shout out to the whole platoon. It's like a brand new crowd. These, I don't know. How I mean, you I'm can even it. see, you can see that, you, you can see that in the photos. We know yeah. that, like, we know that over here on the East Coast, or at least I do, and I, I know that I've thought that for literally probably fifteen fucking years. I would always be like, why does Cali seem like it's just better? I would, always, I would always say that, man. I would always be like, well, when, I, when I first got to the States, I was like, Toronto is the move. Toronto is the move, right? And I was my whole goal was to go to Toronto. And I ended up in New York, and I was like, all right, I'm going to stay in New York because I'm American and it's easier. <laughs> you know what I mean? But my real goal was to go to Toronto. And then I was in New York for a while, and right before I was about to move to New York, I found out I was having a kid. But Or no, right before I was, I was going to leave New York, and I didn't know where I was going to go, but I was like eyeing up L.A. Like that was going to be my next move. And then I found sure, out I was yeah. having, and then I found out I was having a kid. So I was like, "Fuck, I can't go nowhere now." Oh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, because I was at the time getting the GI Bill through the military, so I could kind of go to college anywhere I wanted. Oh. Yeah, so I was going to school in New York because it was close to home. Obviously, I'm from Jersey, and um, and obviously it's dope to live in New York. But. But like, yeah, shout out Hoboken. Uh, but then that kind of got boring, you know, and I was like, damn, I have the ability to go anywhere. And yeah, L.A. was my next spot. But yeah, shit didn't work out. All good. It, it worked out, but it didn't. That was that that didn't come to pass. Yeah, for you, that was the, that was it was a uh, it's definitely it was a, a life moment. Time. So we also had like a, I was saying the money. We had um, raves, rave raves. So we had the youth. We, I, I got into when I was 16. We had fucking raves where people 16. Right, 16 and up raves and shit. Yeah. yeah. And once it went 18, EDC and all that shit went 18 up. Well, that's, that's the thing even with Europe. That's how they do shit. That's how they've done shit for decades. So they get the younger people into it way earlier. You can they go have, into you can go. They have under they have fucking raver tots, dude. Where they have yeah, for yeah, for babies, dude. For like baby, baby. babies of ravers. You know what I'm saying? 
like bring your babies. Yeah, it's crazy. You look, they they have. A, they don't have that kind of shit here. They don't have that like infrastructure. You know what I mean? So the, how big is the UK comparatively to California? I think California is bigger than uh, England. I mean, I'm sure it's bigger than England. But what about the entire United Kingdom? What about it? In size? Yes. It's probably about as big as Maine to fucking Virginia, dude. (laughs) No, look, you you have a a smaller landmass, more condensed with people. So it's easier to get around. It's easier for the the spread of it to be contained, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. To 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 travel around, you can travel around England in one night, basically. You know what I'm saying? So you can and hit all the major cities. And they have so many people in all these little in this little fucking island, right? So yeah, in all these little people. pockets. Yeah, it's just a, it's a different it's a different animal, really. You know, it's a completely different thing. It would. Like Los Angeles, all over the place. Yeah, America is massive. You're gonna have your little pockets, and I think that's something that like SS realized very early, and that's how he built his World Drum Bass tour. You know, he built it off the the little guys in in obscure places that were doing drum and bass. You know what I mean? And like he built it kind of ground up like that. See, this is where I feel like the MCs could take. Take charge, take a lead, if you want to say. Right. With vocal, vocal music, sort of like you know how Chase and Status fucking does their fucking sets when they do their own mm-hmm. their performances, and they just play tune for tune. Yeah. They don't fucking even like mix sometimes. They just play tune for tune of their production. They just play their hits. Their hits. So if now, and look, they bring out. All of their fucking hits got fucking vocalists on it. And Isn't that fucking funny? They have so many hits, though, too. <laughs> they got fucking hits with vocalists saying shit. Oh, yeah, People plenty, plenty. So, now imagine if that was you or I Yeah. those hits. So now you're creating your own fan base. Bow. We're bringing out. We're bringing people to the show, and they're listening to us say those hits, say those words. They want to rap that shit to us. Now they're listening to the next song, then the next song, and the next song. We pretty much, as the MCs, have to turn into producers. We have to produce more lyrics. We have right. to produce more stuff. We have to step in front and not just be like, "Oh, I'm only here to be a cheerleader for the DJ." Right. We also have to stand in front and be artists as well. Yeah, I agree. That's how, that, that, in America, and Amer- in the U.S. of motherfucking A, that's how we are going to build a fucking fan base. That's how we're going to build the future. That's how we're going to get the next youth, the youth into it, the next MC, the next fucking big, the next Dre. Some 17-year-old kid who's like, oh my God, I went to this fucking show. I saw a fucking bigger on stage. And I fucking, that was it. I'm, I'm doing that. That's what happened when I saw MC Debt, dude. <laughs> that happened when I saw MCMC. Yeah. I was like, that. I'm doing that. Yep. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly, yo, you, that's it. You hit it perfect. That's exactly what it was. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Yep. I saw MC Debt. I walked into the rave, dude. I saw MC Debt on the mic. I was like, oh, oh, that's what I want to do. Fuck, uh, fuck everything else. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to (laughs) do. Yeah. 
it touched it touched your soul touched yeah it hit soul. you in a different way and mcs get hit in a different way dude you know because a lot of people you know a lot of people shit on mcs but a lot of people won't dare step on a stage on the mic and spit bars <laughs> and say anything fuck bars and say anything People, no, don't say shit. I'm saying, but I'm saying a lot of people be shook. A lot of people are shook to stand up in front of people and say shit. Whether it's on the internet or in real life. You know, it takes a special kind of person to be like, nah, I'm going to say something. And then you say whatever the fuck you're going to say. And the fucking, the weird thing is, it's like you actually make up the thing to say. Yeah. You make that up. You write that down. You say those words. Yep. Those are your words that you came up with. And to go out there and do that. I mean. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just like you said. You're writing it down. You're putting it in your phone. You're, you're practicing it by yourself. And then you do it live in front of people. And, you know whatever it may whatever however it comes out you always get those people that shit on it but it's like yo you would never you would never dare you would never dare have the balls to do that you know what i'm saying it takes balls to be an mc so look there's people that shit on mcs versus people that shit try to shit on you you know true yeah so well there's people that shit on mcs across the board and then they just shit on you too because you're an MC. <laughs> no. You know? This is why this is where you as an MC you get the backhanded comments. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I usually don't like MCs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fucking... Yeah. Those are the best ones. You know, you get those back ass handed comments like that. So because we put the fucking work in, dog. I'm, look, I, I think you're sitting in the studio right now. I'm literally sitting in the studio right now having this conversation. Yeah. We put the work in. We put the time in. We, um, we don't run from the work. No, also, I mean, you put, when you say put the time in, I mean, you make, you, you know, it takes years to build relationships. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. and the relationships that you build within the industry, within the scene, whatever you want to call it, like that's a massive part of being involved in it. You know what I'm saying? Like you build outside of being involved in it, yes. Yeah, you build relationships and you build friendships. And I've made some of the like people that I'll be friends with for the rest of my life in drum and bass. You know what I'm saying? Um so from yeah, it's just you want to just have all those things about it, you know? You want you want to get people that love it like that, you know what I'm saying? That are, like, in it for the right things. In it for the right reasons, not in it for the... Um... For, the for the love, for the pure love of it, you know what I mean? That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, you want to make some dollars if you can, but... I, I mean, I've done it my whole life without making a million fucking dollars. I'm not making shit doing it. I make a couple hundred bucks here and there doing MC gigs. And it's, that's, what, what, what more would you want? You know what I mean? Like, you get, you, you get flown out to a city, you get a hotel, you know, you play a gig, they pay you a couple hundred bucks. That's fucking dope. 
yeah, to be a glorified cheerleader, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I never like that. That's what I'm saying. I never wanted more than that. Really, I was cool with that. I'm not. No, I agree. I agree with that too. I'm saying that's the mentality, though. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's yeah, a, that's that's a mentality that that uh needs to be broken for sure yeah, i'm just exactly like a dinosaur right. in that in that way that like those are the things that i'm like stoked about you know what i mean <laughs> like but when so am I. I'm like, remember like i i told you earlier i'm fucking i was just happy to be a part of it I, that's all i wanted yeah 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 part of drum and bass yeah just to be part of the music so i have succeeded in that aspect right of I've accomplished that goal. I've accomplished the ultimate goal I had with it when I set out to do it. But now it's not about money. It's about creating a whole new level. A whole new. And like we have to bring new people in. And I believe in American fashion, how the music went from the DJ to the MC. And the MC to the rapper, I think that's what's about to happen. Mm. It's the same thing. It's history repeating itself. Yeah, we're just we're just the guys, the fucking cool hearts, the run MC, the MCs, the uh, Grandmaster Flash. We're just the guy, the MCs at the beginning. We are the MC fucking digger, the MC Dre. There's gonna be some little fucking little Dre, little this, little that that comes out next and fucking kills it. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I want to see that. Um, like, okay, look, 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 look at the MC over in Europe. Um, what is his name, dude? Jesus Christ! Shada. No, see, there's a Shada. There's X Men. There's the whole clique of the, the MCs, and then there's what's his name? The dude that sings "You and I." Hmm. You and I. Yeah. Nobody doing it like you and I. Hmm. I can't oh, think of it. motherfucking name, dog. Jesus Christ. I'm drawing a blank right now. It's a drum and bass tune. Drum and bass tune. Hmm. I have no idea. I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> Google it up. His, look, his name is Bruce C. Bruce C? Yeah, Bruce C. How do you spell it? B R U dash C. Bruce C. Bruce C. Never heard so of him. Bruce, exactly my point. New kid. American dude? No, no he's a, a European. Mm. UK dude but he's on some different shit than the X-Men the Shadows the Skibbers he's on the new wave he's sort like Dags is in between yeah Dags is like fucking DMV Drake dude he is you know he is (laughs) that's a good thing dude look look almost I loved I love Dags man Dags is the man we talk all the time look I'm not I'm not I'm not giving him that. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying almost because, yeah, he's like in between. Like, he is like still 
an MC ish, but he's more of an artist. He has so many tunes, but the dude's still an MC. Right. I feel like this Bruce C cat is straight artist. Like he's a like, straight MC. Like Dex is gonna go MC over somebody's set. Bruce C's not MCing over somebody's set. He is the set. I see what you're saying. You see the, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. He's the set. Yeah, like how the grime artists are over there, even like it's Skepta. Yes. It's fucking Skepta. It's not fucking DJ Wiz Kid and fucking Skepta. It's fucking Skepta. Exactly. That's where we need to take it. That's yeah. what we need to leave it because that's where these kids are. We got to show them that because that's what these kids are going to be about. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you can get them into drum and bass like that. That's what I'm saying, but they're going to be in the Because you know what it like- is, man? Like, I noticed as I got older... I don't listen to many MCs anymore. When I was young, all I listened to was Skibbity and Shaba and Det, fucking IC3 and all of them. You know what I mean? And as I got older, I didn't want to hear that anymore. You know what I mean? I wanted to like kind of, I guess it sounds so corny to say it, but like feel the music more and not just be about the fucking Skibbity, Skibbadanger shit. <laughs> so I kind of moved on from it. But yeah, you need to get the young kids I mean that's the vibe when you when you see when you see MCs going nuts when you're younger it's like damn this is fucking hype as fuck you know what I mean yeah because it's hype yeah there's no there's very little substance to like actual life yeah to like actual life like what's really going on there's very little I'm not saying there's none it's just little because it's more hype it's moment you're in the moment you're hype this is this, this, this I'm, I'm this I'm doing this I'm crushing this da, 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 da. we're having fun over here you know what I'm saying right Talking shit about it's, it's 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 more fun than reality yeah true that's why it makes it easy for these I hate calling them MCs. These people that fucking come on the mic and blah, 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 blah. Uh, it makes it easy for them to Yeah. It makes it easy for these guys to come on the mic and do that because I'm that bit of bit of bad with a mic MC. That kind of shit. Yeah, because you you're just keeping hype going in the moment. And yeah, you're not yeah, actually yeah, yeah. anything and you don't I mean, I'll admit, I fucking definitely got caught in that trap in the early days, and even still, day, yeah. I might, I might drop some some double times here and there. They're very infrequent at this point, but like in the early days, yeah, you got to feel your way out on the mic with that kind of shit, though. You know what I mean? Like, you want to try? I beat my, my way through it. I got through it. Yeah, oh, I, right. I mean, I got through my beady bop stage as well. <laughs> Everyone has a beady bop stage, dude. If you weren't trying to be skibbity, then you weren't trying to fucking win. Exactly. Yeah. To, that dude had set a level. Everybody had their minimum 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 mic, minimum 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 mic, minimum 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 mic. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you didn't, if you didn't catch the, boy, you got to catch that vibe. You know what I'm saying? So you, you, that's how, that's how I started out MC, and that's how you should practice MC. And I was just started copying Skiba and Hyper D and shit. Yeah. Emulate who is the best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Work your way through that. Debt. I see three fucking X Men. Shadow. 
Yeah, uh, all them guys, yeah. Fearless. Fearless, yeah, dude. Boom, say, boom, say, boom, selecto. This one going out to each and every raver. D, bro. Shabba. Dude, this probably so let me forget Shabba. Shabba back in the day, dude. Holy fuck. Right, so. Shabba D back in the day was on another planet. He really was. Hearing these guys, hearing two shots, the SPs, hearing these motherfuckers like, okay, look, don't fuck. They got okay. it. They got it down, dog. They got it down. They built such a fucking culture with that. I mean, it's an amazing. Like, it's amazing. I love drum and bass. I always will. I I, I realized it, it, it hit me that that their lingo and the way they speak, just their accent, their dialect, fits drum and bass. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, so well. You can also rhyme more words when you everything ends with a. Uh. <laughs> when everything ends with a, uh, you can rhyme more words. Hey, I feel it. With the accent, how does it go? They, everything runs with a. Uh. It's like, are you gonna go to the after? You going to the after party? <laughs> you can rhyme anything with after. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's a that's a shitty example, but I had something that no, I, I forgot. It. No, look, look, you're right. It's just, it's the accent fucking helps with their with the music that was created over there. Yeah, I mean it's the it's the greatest, it's the greatest, it's the greatest shit. So they created they created the illest culture of all time in my in my eyes. I don't know. I like, to be I a should. part of a music community scene, whatever you want to call it, like, drum and bass is a great... If you're not jaded and old like me, it's a great thing to be a part of. <laughs> Absolutely. Here's, a, here's another thing, though. You and I got to see magic years. Yeah, yeah. Of drum and you're bass. right, yeah, the golden era. Of American drum and bass, we've seen magic. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember it was like 2002 or three, and drum and bass made its way to the VMAs. With every uh, Fotec, right? No, every other song played at the VMAs was some drum and bass. Like, you know, their commercial break, it was, everything was becoming drum and bass, drum and bass, drum and bass. Yeah, yeah. Like, this was around the time with Fotec, we were doing the Take Up thing. It was around that time, but. Everything was moving that way towards the drum and bass. Right. It stopped. Hmm. Because you know why? We fucking, it's like, I feel the tech dubs thing was too far advanced. Why? It was Americanized drum and bass. It was hip hoppy drum and bass. It Hmm. was vocalized. It was the thing. It was the thing that we need to be doing now. It was the thing. And I'm not sure if I don't know all the fucking ins and outs. Right. But I'm not sure if it was accepted by peers over in Europe, you know? Yeah. Like over fucking mutating it. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Yo, we're on, yes. we're on another twenty nine minutes, dude. I'm gonna stop it and then we're gonna start right back up. All right. That? Part three, man. We're closing out. We're going number four. We're going four quarters on this one. We're going four quarters. Yeah, four quarters.
four quarters, baby, four quarters. All right. <laughs> All right, we'll see you on the next side. Vendetta Cast, episode 21 with MC Dre. Let's go. And we right back in. We're not going to do an intro this time. <laughs> right in it. Yeah, man, right in it. So, what do, what do you got popping off right now, man? Let's 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 uh, get into some. Uh, what do you got coming up? What do you got? What are you working on right now? What's what's popping for Dre right now? Hold on one second. I'm taking a drink. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Ah. I drank all my beers. I'm still on my fizzies. <laughs> um, I got a few things coming out. I, I've got a, I'm like all over the board. I'm doing the thing, dog. I'm doing the thing. Tunes, gigs. Tunes, tune-wise. I have a few tunes coming out with Relight MC, a few tunes coming out with Woes. Um, me and Monty got something special cooked up. Little remakes cracking. Um, Jesus Christ! I got this tune and a video coming out with Akua the God. He's another MC from out here. From LA? Not from Denver. Okay. He used to go by Curious MC. Hmm. Doesn't ring a bell. And uh, one of them urban aborigine Dino homies yeah I don't know so he's like he's like bars guys killing it that's what's so up music video coming out with him song video coming out with him hold on I'm sitting in the studio right now fuck me man I can tell you at least six tunes coming that's in the good next <clears throat> two months like Oh shit! Fuck me. Got some shit coming out with some dudes in uh, Mississippi for uh, SODL. Straight out the lab. All DMB shit. Yeah, some DMB shit. Uh, I got some. Um, that that's some DMB shit. Some SO, straight out the lab with some DMB. I got some DMB coming out with relighting that. But I got some hip hop. I got some dubstep. I got some house. I'm doing a little EDM mixtape where I'm just like taking. Nice. Spinning over, you know. Yeah, I've been really getting. I've been like listening to a lot of old dubstep recently, like old shit, like the fucking dark shit. I found some cool new shit to spit bars over with, chop up, spit some bars over. So there's different cool new shit. I'm just stepping out from the whole, just the drum and bass MC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm stepping out from that and I'm putting myself out there to be judged. You know, you can mm-hmm. like the music or not. If it's for you, good. If it's not, then it's great. But this, I'm going to make music for people that it's made for. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You want to chill. Actually, I did a tune with uh, these guys from France like, shit, man. It's probably like seven, eight years ago now, but it wasn't drum and bass. And it was like a electro-y kind of like album that they put out and i was lucky enough to get on a tune on there and it did really well it was like in magazines in france and shit i was like oh shit (laughs) but uh yeah but it wasn't drum and bass you know it was like they sent me it like i knew them through like dubstep circles or i don't even know how i knew them but um 
and yeah it was just a link up and they sent me a, like a bouncy like kind of a house-ish tune and i was like yeah i'll throw some bars on this shit and it was dope and it ends up being dope yeah so yeah it's always good to you gotta yeah 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 if they're like you're saying like if you want to build a mold of how you want to situate the mc in american drum bass you definitely want to do what you're saying like build yeah. your entire own brand you know what i mean build your own brand yeah i got some shit coming out with deco comprehension i mean i'm i mean monty's done probably the best job of that altogether i mean i i got mad respect for armani I love Armani. I got we, we him, all. Yeah, we all, we've been uh, friends for we were friends for years. Shit got a little weird with the politics, and uh, we don't talk that much anymore. It's all good, but uh, yeah, me I got mad respect for him, and I always uh, pushed anything that he did. You know, because he always yeah. kept it on a spectrum. You know, he always bounced around and did different shit, and I just love the fact that he could just go pretty much on anything and kill it. You know what I mean? Absolutely, but. I'm gonna do it differently than from what I've seen Monty do it. And as you should, you gotta do it the Dre way, man. The Dre way. And I'm not. I love Monty, and I love Monty for breaking down all the doors and fucking burning down everything that he's fucking done. Because you know, without Monty, we wouldn't fucking have all the light that we had. Yeah. That man has fucking. That man has done it. I just see a different road to take even doing the same thing just a different it's not the same thing it's not the same it's 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 it's, it's, it's your thing you know what i'm saying it's, it's never gonna be the same thing no my thing is this it's armani be the guy you know armani has tunes armani has everything and the fact that people aren't treating armani and booking him the way I envision and see it needs to be is fucking bewildering to me. Yeah, I mean, well, he does what he, you know, he does the thing that we were talking about way earlier in the conversation where it's like, or maybe even before we were recording, how like, uh, how I was talking about the Swift tour thing. It's like, you start building up a bunch of tours like that, and then it's like people are just giving you that spot just because of that. You know what I'm saying? Even though Armani has done a plethora of other shit that he's not getting the shine that he really should for. Like all his hip hop shit, all the shit he's done on video games and like he's done yeah. a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? And like, like I, those kinds of things should get, for me, the thing, those side things that he does outside of drum and bass should get way more shine than they do, you know? Absolutely. Especially the drum and bass promoters. Like here, here's fucking 20 minutes. Do you? Yeah, he has plenty of uh, catalog to do those kinds of things. Plenty of catalog. And why not build up his character? Yeah. That dude is the dopest dude. Because Americans don't respect MCs. And that's why we don't have fucking the youth. <laughs> that's why, though. The American, the, the overall majority American drum bass audience does not respect MCs the way the UK does or even Europe. It's not about the audience, bro. It, the people, it's. It's, I can't say the audience doesn't respect the people. I'm talking about the audience that's already there. I'm not talking about the new oh. audience. I'm not talking about the new audience. Okay. What do you think about that? Okay, but now, the reason what... I'm, I'm going to say this. I've said it to money. I'm not the one booking the shows. Of course. 
I'm not the one booking the show, so I'm not the one booking MCs that don't that people don't like, right? Yeah, yeah, that they don't like. I'm not the one doing that just to save a buck or two. Well, yeah, that, that yeah, then it goes full circle back to what we were talking about before. Too. I mean, it always does. It's like if you put on the local guy that you don't have to pay, then yeah, people don't like MCs. Yeah, they don't like it because <laughs> yeah. you're putting on shit product. You're putting on mediocre on shit. So you're putting, you're putting on shit on top of fucking. NBC's not taking it, but if you put, if you got shit on top of fucking sub focus, they don't want to hear that. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah, they don't, yeah. They don't want to hear that. They want to hear fucking money. Now, when they see money, they're like, "Yes, this is the dopest MC I've ever fucking seen in my fucking life." Yeah. Now, when we're doing a tech depth thing and they got to do the thing, people were fucking getting to see money in a different light, and hear his music. I felt like we were pushing it better. It right. Was almost. That was the route. That was it, and it wasn't accepted by the UK folks, fucking friends, or whatever the fuck I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it was just like, we should have pushed the artists like that, the homegrown from America coming out like that. Yeah. Coming out like that. Okay, now look at how dubstep. Embraced American. It, re- it really did. Dubstep went hard. When dubstep went huge, dude. We were doing a. We did a dubstep monthly for three years, and it was fucking popping, dude. <laughs> it was popping. Look at how John John infiltrated became Twelfth Planet and just. I know, went. yo. He went fucking skyrocketed, dude. And look at how the crowd and everybody accepted that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, because that was the new thing that was that was a special time i mean i was thinking about it the other day actually that was a very special time for music man it really was people don't give it the credit it deserves like but when dubstep first broke in america when it very first broke before the bro step before all that shit dubstep in america was fucking sick bubbling dude and the speakeasies and the fucking yeah the, it was a uh, fucking it was like a brand new it was like an americanized version of dubstep but like the culture was like intertwined with america and like brooklyn and like it was like it was like an underground thing you know yes it was very underground and it was like very it wasn't young and rebellious but it was but new it was new, it was new very new yeah so if you were hip and you were new to it and you like new sounds that shit was so fresh shit was so fresh it was was a good you know and people and like drum and bass definitely suffered a lot in that period when dubsteps really started bubbling in America drum and bass drum and bass people were so closed minded of I'm just going to be a junglist. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm not going yeah, like yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. to allow myself yeah. to like something yep. else. Exactly, yeah, exactly. What? And that's why, and that's why they're, that's why the drum and bass party suffered at that time too, though, because a lot of people were like, "Oh, I'm going to explore this other sound." Yeah. And then those promoters were like, "Fuck dubstep," and every, and I would, and like people used to shit on me for, uh, like transferring from drum and bass to doing dubstep shows, and I'd be like, "Dude." If your drum and bass shows were as popping as these dubstep shows, I'd be there. It's like, <laughs> you know? it's like, get with the program. Yeah, but it, it never, it never made me not love drum and bass. It's not even about the, it's not even about the shows being popping. 
this is what it's about. Let me break it down. It goes, the mentality has shifted from being open and intellectual and new and inviting to elitist and we are hoarding and this is ours yep. versus dubstep being brand new yep. opening you know what i'm saying 100 had the brand new it had that mentality. it had that brand new mentality exactly it's like we're right, open right. we're doing this new thing if you want to yeah. come be a part of it come be a part of it because it's fucking popping what's good it's that's how it was yeah and i i gravitated towards that dude that shit was fucking fire exactly <laughs> It really was. When fucking, when Twelfth uh, and Smog and all those cats were putting out the Scion CDs, I was like, holy shit, this is like next level. Like, I know these guys and they're putting out Scion CDs, you know? Like, it was like a, the the bubble of it was just building. MCing at Scion parties. Yeah, MCing at Scion parties in Miami. I was doing dubstep parties in Miami with Smog and shit. Like, it was fire, dude. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great time. That was a great time. That's the thing that needs to come to drum and bass. That exactly, exactly. That openness. But that's where the MCs come in. This is us because everything is still. Everything right now, especially with the pandemic, it's it's all Americanized. Who is the fucking next up? Who is the new thing that should be putting out music that people can't come see for fucking drum and bass? Huh. Sounds like the fucking MCs. Yeah. Sounds like the MCs that all your producers need to be making tunes with. That way these MCs can make songs like Bruce C and this it's not like DJ with nuts. Mm-hmm. Fucking there's Dre. There's Dre on the set. We're gonna go listen to a set of Dre music. Right. We're gonna go listen to a set of Armani music. We're gonna go listen to a set of track music. We're gonna go Definitely. listen to a set of woes. We're gonna listen to a set of Dino. We're gonna listen to a set of Relight. We're gonna listen to a set of these MCs. You know, we're gonna listen to a set of this shit. That is the movement. That you know what the movement the really? You know, like the car bars thing is is dope, but the movement also needs to be. I, I honestly feel like there needs to be a like a crew. How like SAS, SAS, and all that shit. X Man does his new breed shit and all that and all that kind of shit. Like you need to get like you need to get an act. You know what I'm saying? Look, yes, but each individual artist can be an act or get a crew together and build an act. Absolutely, you are one thousand percent correct. But in order for us to do it, we're gonna need more. So yeah, the right. Fuck it. We'll take five of us that's doing it. Let's create a fucking act. Right. Create a Wu-Tang. Let's <laughs> yeah, let's create a Wu-Tang, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll take the five, seven, whatever. The, the, we need, we need a fucking Shaolin, dude. We got to fucking link up in Shaolin. Uh, look, I'm going to fucking put MCs nuts on the table because I'm saying there's less than 10 <laughs> of us. So if you, think, if you think that you're one of the motherfuckers who should be getting recognized and you need to be getting love, fucking show us. Show me. Yeah, I mean, I think there's only 10 MCs in America that are worth a shit. That's pushing it. (laughs) That's pushing it. Yeah, you're fucking right, dude. I'm being conservative. (laughs) That's pushing it. I just didn't want to say eight or like seven. I'll I'll give you you 10. I'll give you fucking 10. You want to fucking play ball? I'll give you 10. Exactly. 
exactly. So whoever is on the fringe, if you feel like your name hasn't been mentioned and you feel like you're fucking one of us, then hey, show me, dog. Show me. Because, you know, I've seen Astro show me, Valiant show me, Digger show me, uh, Monty show me, Crack yeah. show me. Exactly, yeah. I'll say Dino show me on his level. Dino's dope, dude. Dino's um, a dope MC. Yeah, I would I would agree with every single person you mentioned. Exactly. You know what it is? I've seen you do it. I've seen him do it. I've seen him. I've seen him. And look, there's there's some other people I'm I'm fucking leaving off right now that I'm forgetting that are like super dope. Yeah. I think his name's like Full Effect MC in Texas. I, I heard that another, name before. I think I think he's another dope one, dog. Because I, I was, you know, you think of Astro. And is like, he young? Huh? Is he young? That kid, Full Effect MC. Um, I wouldn't say he's young. I think he's up there with us. Maybe I don't know. I can't guess his age. I'm not gonna put any age on him. Twenty twenty one. I seen the name. I seen his name on a couple flyers. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's twenty twenty one. I ain't putting ages or gender on anything. Fair enough. <laughs> we're gonna watch ourselves out here. You goddamn right. <laughs> right. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I know there's a couple dope folks that are like. That are dope. So yeah, I give it more than ten, but like you know, but really out here pushing. Yeah. Really out here pushing. Yeah, I would say it's probably Monty Track. You. I don't really know anybody else. The fact that you even say my motherfucking name trips me out. Why? like you said earlier like how you just want to do the show like yeah yeah I just want to be a part of it the fact that I'm a part of it yeah dude being a part of it is the best part (laughs) that's the best part is being a part of it 100% this is this this feeling right here is this what I want for somebody else you know definitely man I want that's uh, exactly exactly we just fucking nailed it dude you want them to feel like being a part of it is the best part about being a part of it. And here you go. Here it is. And there's an yeah. opportunity and there's a lane for you to be a part of it. Yeah. I think obviously, you know, as you get older and, and shit, like you when you when you have to deal with it on the more, you know, industrial level when you're actually doing it, it can get it gets you you kind of lose that initial bug. Not the initial bug, but like you know when you have to deal with the bullshit you know what i'm saying it's like but that's only when you get older in it and you still deal with it because you love it so much you know what i'm saying so you want to get the kids what we deal with is different like okay so let's just be straightforward with what we deal with we deal with okay now you know you're a talented mc the promoter knows this the dj knows this everybody knows this everybody knows it but they don't put you on no, they, they put you on, but it's like, okay, I'm gonna give you two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. for all night. Yeah, for four hours. But how much did you just pay that dude to fly in? How much did you just pay that dude? It's like I get it, what they're bringing, but like you have to understand, you're asking somebody to work for X amount of time. Yeah. And the and the level of quality that you're getting from this work is fucking enormous it's adding to your event 
it is completely it's making your event better without a doubt okay it's making your event better without a doubt if you have a competent MC on the mic at a drum and bass show your event is significantly better than it would be without the MC period period the rate of return that you would get from the crowd you would get more people back definitely you would get because look with without the MC you will lose people to go outside smoking cigarettes going to do this holler at bitches yeah just hollering at dudes going to snort talk doing it whatever it's just a big at that point it's just a big garage with somebody playing a cd exactly so, seriously you know what i'm saying unless you're like a serious dj fanatic and you want to see the dj work and shit which is cool because that's how i used to be when these motherfuckers were playing vinyl and fucking king's cross i'm up there watching them spin these records and shit but like now like <laughs> you know they're on cdjs they're putting the mp3 player and shit it's not as technical looking you know so you know you could be floating in and out of that room and not really miss anything. But if you got an MC up there smashing it down, dude, and connecting you to that vibe, it's there's nothing like it. Exactly. It keeps you in the room. Exactly, yeah. It makes it you it makes you feel a part of it. Just like we're talking about. <laughs> it makes you feel a part of it. Like, hey, hey, is the left side feeling good, the right side feeling good? Somebody over here say this. You exactly. Say this. You feel a part of it. And the best part about being a part of it is being a part of it, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Exactly. And so, it's it's on us, man. The next movement is on us. If we want to see this shit thrive, continue, and build and bubble, and we want a new generation, I'm not putting the responsibility on the producers. I'm not putting the responsibility on the promoters. I'm not putting the responsibility on the DJs. I'm taking the full fucking brunt of this responsibility and putting it on us, the MCs. And if we don't fucking do it, I'm going to go fucking do it on my goddamn self. That's what's up. I'm going to fucking try. You know? That's what we want to hear. Or at least I'm a tribe at the, because we gotta go get them. We gotta go get them. We gotta speak to. We got shit to say. We gotta speak to those who relate to us. Yeah. Those little kids that are fucking 16, 17, 18 that relate to us that are going through the shit that. Oh, I feel this. I feel that. I, this is the route I want to take. Oh, or even like, taking the journey into drum and bass and knowing what it is to be that young going through it. You know what I'm saying? And like hearing yeah. drum and bass for the first time, being like, oh, you like that tune? Why don't you listen to this? You know what I'm saying? And just educate kids and shit. And they're like, hold up. I got bars. I can spit over this. Yeah. I got bars. I can spit over this. That's, a, that's how it was for me. I was like, I, got, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I put that responsibility on us because now that when we get those kids into it, those little kids are going to get more little fucking kids into it. And there goes the fucking scene on fire. 100%. There it goes. When those little motherfuckers get little motherfuckers into it, they're <laughs> yeah. in high school playing drum and bass and they're playing the fucking playing drum and bass at the, at the college party. Yeah. They're all going ham and the bitches are twerking and dudes are fucking rapping and they're fucking making beats and their beats are fucking slamming that's when we finally make some fucking money <laughs> i'm just kidding we'll be like the old dudes like i said the hip-hop yeah the we'll be the old ceos dude 
the Grandmaster Flashes yeah. will be the ones that at least we get to see it. We may not have made all the money that they're going to make. I'm just kidding about the money. <laughs> I'm not. All right. I'm not either I'm not, then. I'm not either I'm then. Not, I ain't scared to stand on this shit. See, look, people are pussies. They ain't scared to stand on their fucking one. They scared to say, hey, I want to make money at it. No, I want to make money at this shit. Yeah, I, I hear you. I spent the last fucking 20 years of my life doing it not to make money at it, just to give it up. Just to say, oh, I just fucking kick my legs in the fucking water, just twiddle my fucking thumbs up my ass. No, dog. I want to make something. But at the same token, I'm not saying, hey, I want to be greedy and make all the money and I want to be the fucking witch's Right, right, right. No. no. <laughs> I want to be I the fucking want... drum and bass Bill Gates, motherfucker. No, I want all of us to make money, man. I want all of us to enjoy this. I want all of us to be able to, like, put forth food on our tables for the shit that we love to do and inspiring other people to do it. 100%, to... dude. I agree with you. Yeah. If these motherfuckers don't want that, then get the fuck out of my way. You're in my way. <laughs> You're in my motherfucking way. You're in the way of real motherfucking progress. And I'm telling you, I ain't coming nice. I don't gotta be nice. This is a fucking game. This is an arena. And in this arena, we're going at people's throats. If you're in the arena, right? Look at Eminem, dude. Eminem was fucking ruthless. He was ruthless. Yeah, ruthless, ruthless. He, look, look at the dynamic of how he came in. Ruthless. The white boy came into the black music, whatever, right? And he came in. They played it so right with that first single too. This the high my name is shit. And then he That's went dark. And then he went dark as fuck. But that's the same way Snoop Dogg came in. Yeah, Everybody yeah. coming in with that fucking My Name Is track. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, well, Snoop Doggy. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> that shit was, that shit so was they, the shit, dude. Dr. Dre knew how to introduce his people, his characters. Yeah, definitely. So growing up out here, it's like, Oh, with the same kind yeah, of name. exactly. Oh, Dre introduced a character. Yep, with Eminem. See how I'm over here like we need to be introducing characters. Yeah, because look, it fucking clearly works. Yeah, it definitely does, dude. Yo, so we should uh we should probably wrap it up here on this last part, Let's man. It. Let's do it. So we got about four minutes left. Uh, is there anything you want to plug out here? We had a good conversation, man. I'm glad you came on the podcast. Thank you for Thanks, doing man. this. I'm- Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm down to come back anytime. Yeah, dude, we'll do it again for sure, dude. I could, um, if, I could definitely, I could still go for like mad long, but we want to keep it like, no. yeah. <laughs> want to keep yeah, it respectable, res- respectable for people to listen to. Look, we want to make them come back and listen to another show. Yeah, we'll do another one, man. So we want to make them keep listening. We want to give them more. Definitely content, 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 bro. Content, content, content. So you guys come back, listen to another show. We'll be back. So where can you where can you follow where can you follow MC Dre at? Oh, you can follow MC Dre on Instagram at Dre D and B. Twitter, Facebook. I don't do the Twitter, but Facebook it's still the same thing. Dre D and B or Andre Parnell. Um, YouTube, same thing. That's what's up, man. Definitely Instagram is the move, though. Yeah, go ahead. Just follow me on Instagram. Watch all the next ones we make. We got some good tunes coming out. Some good mixes. Catch me at EDC. Uh, I'm going to be in Seattle, November. Nice. Back of respect. Definitely going to be a back of respect. 
um, hitting a couple of those shows. So go to LA, go to Hollywood, hit up Respect. Yeah, man, go check out the homie Dre. Yeah. Yo, thank you for doing this, dude. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be back out of hibernation soon, dude. <laughs> I feel it coming, dude. I'm back out, bro. Let's, as I said, let's do some music. Let's do some shit. Look, everybody, fucking cancel me. How about that? <laughs> Yo, mad love, dude. I appreciate you, man. Love you, brother. Let's get it. All right, bro. Easy. Peace.